Now, welcome to Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. I'm Adam Spiegelman. I'm here with a really good friend of mine. Are you rocking out? Are you eating? I didn't look real. I, you should give me some warning, like, <laughs> let's start now. I've got a mouthful of food. But that's all right. Hey, I wouldn't want to ruin the uh, professional veneer. Of the that, place? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. No, and, and, uh, well, hey, lean back. In the, the worst thing is eating on the mic for me. No. <laughs> well, if you haven't hung up yet, hung up like it's a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I hung up my computer. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. We'll start again. It will be more professional. No, Starting man, you don't, don't want to save this? Four, three. Seriously, put everything. Put the cigarette down. All right. So this is Proudly Resents. I'm here with uh, Christian Finnegan. I guess your first Wait, that time. That was the redo? That was the redo? No, no. I'm not redoing it. I'm keeping the Okay. Other. All right. You're going to keep yeah. it. All right. Cool. <laughs> that was the worst redo ever. Uh, today's guest is an old friend. Of mine. I don't have to write this down. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solo show today. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm saying it's horrible for the. No, audience. it's bad. Oh, it's yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, oh. No, it, it was horrible bad. means bad. Yeah, horrible. No. In, here it is oh. in this situation. Okay. All right, All we'll right. start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ignore everything See, else. That would actually be a great podcast. Just every thirty seconds, just <laughs> it probably resents. Just uh, yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Or like when people, we have a mutual friend. You have some weird thing on your bottom lip right now. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's, oh, it's herpes sore. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow, well, you got to bring that up. Yeah, it's rubbing against the microphone. Sorry about that noise. It's a huge sore. It's a <laughs> All right. major herpes. Now we're safe. And now you're ready? <sighs> All right. <sighs> Shake it out. Shake it out. Shake it out. Baby. All right. You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reasons. I, I can't even hear you. Well. Hi, this is Sam Wazel. Uh, proudly Resents. The Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Spiegelman Show. To all you proudly resent listeners out there, just remember, you can't touch on hospitality. I want it. Welcome to Proudly Resents. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want to start eating right now? <laughs> right I... uh, no. I'll wait about 10 minutes and I'll put one in. It'll be a nice callback. All right. The, the rude guy in front of us is uh, Christian Finnegan. Oh, we've been friends for about 20 years, and he's, of course, that's how you know 20 him. 20 years. You don't think? Well, no, it's about, about 15. All right. You got me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I exaggerated. Like, that Let's was a start crazy again. number. <laughs> okay, yeah. We we've been friends since uh, that haircut was in style. Uh, you know him from the it's Chappelle Show. <laughs> You're right. It is kind of out of style. But yeah, the Chappelle doing? Show. Uh, best week ever, and he plays the white guy on Are We There Yet? Is he the dumb white guy or just the white guy? <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other kind? Okay. But uh, on black shows, is always the dumb white guy. No, I, no, I am not a dumb white guy. Okay, I mean, yeah. there are times where I try to be culturally sensitive and get it wrong. Oh, because you're so a white that, guy. Yeah, but but uh, no, I, I, they don't really... They kind of just wrote the characters kind of open-ended. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to make him me then. <laughs> and I'm so brilliant. Yes, that, so the brilliant white guy. Yes, yes. I'm it the, was always my goal in life to play the white cop from San Francisco. Sun. I don't remember that character. There's always the black cop and white cop would come in, and the white cop would try to sound hip. Oh, and right. he would say, "Come on, write in!" Like oh, literally, write right, in. Right, right. Okay, like the father and better off dead. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, my my favorite. This is complete apropos of nothing. In the movie House Party, uh, my favorite line is that when the white cops pull them over and they put the flashlight on, him, he goes, "Freeze, Negroes." That's <laughs> very funny. Is that a basis for your character? Yeah. Yes, I I watch that every morning like a mantra. <laughs> Where's Christian? He's in this trailer. Watching what? a clip of House Party. And who is it? Uh, today we're going to proudly resent the movie uh, Solar. You like how I do that? Proudly resents. Yeah. Today we're going to proudly, proudly resent, resent Solar Babies. Not so proud. No. no, no I don't more resent, resent it, it. But I'm going to be ashamed of resenting Usually it. it's more proudly than, than today. 
Uh, I watched it again for the third time last night for now, the show. What made you watch it the second time? I mean, the third time, I understand, because it's for the podcast. Yeah. But what, what is that, that mystery second time when you're like, you know what? I just uh, <laughs> Remember this film? I feel like I missed a lot. I feel like yeah. I'm going to go back. Because uh, the first time wasn't really my choice. So just oh, like, I, I see. You the know, second like I went time, to you're theater. like, now it's for me. Yeah, no, this, this time it's for me. for me. A little Star Jones me time here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had my camera. This is a movie I'd never heard of, by the way. Oh, it was yeah. It was supposed to be one of those '80s sci-fi kids. Well, yeah, rebellion. yeah. I get and, that now. I've seen it. Right, but it was supposed <laughs> to be like this. I guess they're all supposed to be big hits, but it was like tapping into the zeitgeist of what's not happening now. Luckily for you, there are millions of people out there desperate for it background info on Solar Babies. So that no, a lot of this people. Podcast is going to raise. Some people are getting college credit for this podcast for today. <laughs> they're auditing. You, they're not uh, it's you, Adam, isn't it? It is it's, me. You're taking a correspondence course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, the University of Arizona, all the way. You know, they should it's have Phoenix, surprise. University of Phoenix. Oh Wait, shit, I'm the wrong school. The online one. Yeah, the Phoenix? online one is Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Going the wrong University school. of Arizona is just a shitty school. That's oh, right. <laughs> I was just getting drunk and punching women. That's Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That's the one. Let me get that right. Like honestly, if all the University of Arizona students went online, their yeah. grades would improve. I'm sure <laughs> if they, if they because they wouldn't up. be like drunk. You know, yeah, like they wouldn't be around each other. You know, date raping each other and whatnot. Right. They don't they call the computer a twittering machine. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I got my Twitter machine. <laughs> Let's Twitter. I will right, I have to do something rude again. I have to raise this microphone, which means you might hear something. You can, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, so much better. Well, now we're I need a minute. Back. Uh all right. Thanks for coming twice. Solar babies. No. I saw what you did there. <laughs> you like that? I saw that. that no one ever gets half of that. I don't know what it is. Sometimes you have a guess. Maybe it's your way of mumbling it quietly and then <laughs> looking away as, as if you've like done something wrong. Could that be it? You can hear the... Uh, you almost sound like the dude in Goodfellas who says everything twice. I gotta go get the papers. Get the papers. Isn't that guy Jimmy two times? Yeah, yeah, Jimmy yeah. two times. I always wonder why they call him that. Why they call him that. Uh, <laughs> the, show, the movie, believe it or not, is produced by Mel Brooks. Really? Yeah, the guy who directed it also directed the Mel Brooks movie... To be or not to be, a couple of years earlier. But he's a the director. Only made these two films. He's a choreographer. He made To Be or Not to Be and this movie. Yeah, that's weird. Completely different. That's one a very that, strange. How? Wait, the producer or the director? The director. How did he get? Which one did he do? For, obviously, I he can't did remember. the Mel Brooks. So for, he's a known choreographer and did Mel Brooks movies too. Like yeah, dancing, To Be so. or Not to Be is you know fun. I would say not one of his top five movies, but not a bad Mel Brooks movie. Not uh, one of the top, the bottom five. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Like yeah, a, yeah. An, an acceptable, good Mel Brooks movie. And then next they were like, all right, you're just coming off this great project, dude. What are you going to do now? It's like, <laughs> let me lay this on you. <laughs> Solar babies. Now, we know you know for dancing, and you just pulled off comedy with one of the greatest comedians <laughs> and his wife, one of the greatest actresses ever lived. What yes. do you got for us today? Sci-fi epic about a glowing marble. Ah, sold. sold, sold. How much you need? Yeah, what do you need? Look, I have the checkbook's open. I am scratching a number right now. <laughs> Take it. It's just like Mad Max and all. Because apparently, in the way future post-apocalyptic, we are all in a desert set. I think yeah, because it's water. like I guess because I'm an adult now, I, I see through sci-fi movies so much more, especially like low-budget sci-fi movies, and how much of them are just a function of budget and, right. and sort of ease. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, like. Yeah, in the future, everything's a desert, right? Because then we can just go out in the desert and just and, shoot. <laughs> like, yeah, and not get a permit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not get a permit, not have to do any set dressing whatsoever. It's just uh, – and I always love that so many of the sci-fi – crappy sci-fi movies, 
the future just happens to look like a place that's within a three-hour drive of Los Angeles. Well, I was going to say, like, Joshua Tree. Like, they're all happen yeah, to be near Joshua exactly. Tree. Or uh, Griffith Park here is a famous park from uh, Rebel Without a Cause. You know that? Oh, yeah. It's I don't a great know place people hike, but it's funny because it's always... I don't live in your town, Adam. Oh, boy. In from New York, New Yorkers. I'm a New we, York guy. We get it. Our pizza stinks. You la-la land. You holly weirdos. <laughs> Listen, you pasty, bitter New Yorker. That's right, man. You don't know how... Anyway. Um, but they use this park, and it's funny because they use it for post-apocalyptic. Cause some of it really? is barren, and some of it has you know rocks, and some of it has trees. And, yeah, but so you just recognize... Oh, from trees hiking. All the time. You can see the hiking trail right behind people. <laughs> That's so sad and pathetic. <laughs> we are the last men alive. And you see a, a family, walk, a Mexicans walking behind them. There's so much uh, in this movie. Like, uh, you can also tell, you know, when these sci fi movies happen, these future movies, that so much of what they envision the future of as, what's the word? So, so much of the future in their minds is based on whatever was cool that year Times in the 1980s. 10. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, everybody's on roller skates, you yeah. know? And, They're on roller skates in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the very very cleanly swept desert roads. <laughs> it's, it, I, I think if you're living in the desert, probably roller skates are the first thing to go. I'm right, you gotta, it's out. A lot and of pebbles. One I learned pebble that at Burning Man, and I was out. Yeah, was, <laughs> you wore your, your roller skates and your little uh, cock sock, right? My and, cock uh, sock, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> like well, you were on Venice speech right yeah it's like a saturday i call it saturday you call it burning man um but also like clothing too like the yeah 80s. it was all like uh like sweatshirts with the neck cut really wide and like off one shoulder like very kind of jennifer beals and flash dance well this is what happened the world blew up and the only thing left was a vhs of flash dance and one VCR. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that they were wearing leg warmers, but they may, they may they, well. They have might as well have, yeah. Of course, in Solar Babies, they wouldn't have had the water to splash down on the chair. Oh, yeah. Because water. That's the, the precious resource, which is another huge mistake because, like, gasoline being rare. Like, yeah, you can make a movie around that because there was a point in history where human beings didn't have gasoline and survived. But right. water everyone would be dead. You, you know what I mean? Like you can't, and certainly not these sort of slave children, these slave orphans who are all like totally jacked. And oh, they like, look at me and their hair is oh, yeah, yeah. huge because it's the 80s. And I love it. J- Jamie Gertz has that great hairspray claw in the front, you know, that the, all the girls in the 80s had, like that big Awkward. sort of, yeah, that, that crispy bang thing. Uh, hang upside down for about a half hour and someone sprays your head. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But uh, you can't, wa- water, I'm sorry, it's like, that's too precious a resource. <laughs> that, that can't be extinct in the future. You're right. I didn't even think of that because there's an announcement like some of you will lose your shower privileges. It's not just shower. It's actually hydrating. Yeah, you have it's to actually, actually drink water. <laughs> <laughs> that's just cleaning. But there's a lot of great 80s stars like Jamie Gertz. And they all, even in the future, there's the stereotypes or the types. Like Jamie Gertz is a tomboy love interest. Jason yeah. Patrick, who's a great actor, is the leader. Uh, he's the Hannibal. Not in this so much, but he is. No, no, no. This is he's learning. Lucas Hans is kind of like the retarded. Haas. 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 Is the I was just about to make fun of him, and I said his name wrong. Yeah. Anyway, Lucas I'm Haas is right. the less retarded Lucas Haas. <laughs> <laughs> still funny? Yeah, that still worked. Oh, that still good. worked. James LaGrosse is a smart guy, and how do you know he's a smart guy? Because he's wearing glasses. <laughs> of course. And he speaks very nerdily. Yes, and everything. He just, he's like the nerd smurf, whatever that smurf. Uh, brainy smurf. He's like brainy smurf. Peter DeLuise uh, plays the muscle. Yep, he's, the, he's, the, he's the, the beef. The beef. And then the black guy, his name is Claude Brooks, plays the black guy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's it, his distinguishing feature. If this was a black movie, you would be playing the white guy. In pretty the much. Future. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. It's yeah, like it's a photo negative of my work. <laughs> we, we reviewed uh, Hiding Out. 
and uh, with John Cryer. Yeah, sure. Claude also played the black guy in Hiding Out. You know, I, I will say from working on... Uh, Are we there yet? I mean, I, I don't feel... You know, I, I, I sometimes get bothered by the word like, oh, you're like the token white guy because the ter- like tokenism as a, as a sort of concept in Hollywood was specifically like demeaning to people of like different races because there just weren't roles out there. And so the only... Like that, th- that black guy is probably the black guy in a bunch of movies because that's what the only roles that were up for black people. You know right. what I mean? Whereas, like for me, yes, I am the one white guy in the show, but I don't think I could make a very good case that it's like I'm being oppressed by Hollywood. You, ha- you didn't have to take. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's other options for white actors out there, and so it's always kind of like, oh, you're the token white guy. Well, not really. I'm just the white guy. Yeah. Um, Send some money to uh, Christian and other white yes, males. Yes, please, man. I feel so oppressed. But there are times where even on, on Are We There Yet, where I, I do get a glimpse of how kind of frustrating it must have been and must still be for a lot of like, you know, black How's or that? Latino or Asian actors or whatever. Just because, you know, a lot of the cast and crew is, you know, black on Are We There Yet? And sometimes they really just don't get it. They don't get what being white is. Like uh-huh. they, they, they'll write a line or, or they'll come up with something that just a white dude would just not do. Or, or not... Not a white dude like me, that's right. for sure. In, not your character. As I've, yeah, as I've sort of made this character to be. Or just things like referring to, referring to somebody's wife as your woman. It's like, no. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, it's not malicious or anything like that, but it's like, you just, you don't get that. And so I can only imagine what it must have been for like a black actor in like the 80s, you know, or been like, so walk up there and say, yo, my man. And, you know, or it's yeah, just yeah. like, no, nah, no, thank you. Or having the black guy say something that a white guy... Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So what I'm saying is uh, solidarity between me and my black brothers. You and Claude are going to march. Absolutely. Occupy uh, Claude. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Occupy Claude. I couldn't think of a better place. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a great gay bar theme night. <laughs> Occupy Claude. <laughs> where, you, where do you think I'm going on Thursday? I'm going to Occupy Claude. Occupy Claude. <laughs> my mouse house. Uh, and also in the film, uh, Adrian Pazdar plays a weird. He's from Heroes. He plays a weird. Uh, guy Is he the bad Hulk. guy? No, he's like oh, a kid. Oh, oh! I was wondering where I'd seen that dude. Who does he? I didn't really watch much of Heroes, but who did he play in Heroes? He was the. Um, uh, you know what? I don't. He didn't watch it Heroes. A stupid show. Come on. No. no <laughs> who am I trying to tell you? Like two episodes of it, and I was like, okay, this. I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was. In, he was one of the main guys. Yeah, that that character. For those of you who are going to go out and watch Solar Babies now, what you'll find is what's his name? Like our, he's the hawk dude. He's the bird guy. He. It's almost like he's the protagonist of a different movie that is just sort of <laughs> encroaching on this movie. It's like a Venn diagram of like two movies that are happening at once because they make him out to be like a protagonist. Like like he's kind of like a mysterious big deal. He goes on a journey. Like a, yeah, he, like Ulysses. He's going on a journey. A, he has his own movie going on within this movie. Um, I'm say Odyssey. Ulysses. Odyssey. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Well Thanks. done. Um, that and Lucas House. I screwed up. Haas, Haas, oh, Haas. Haas. You called him Hans, and they called him House. Yeah, it was a different character, and they even meet up with the Hawkman. He goes on his yeah. journey, they go on their journey, and they, and they just up. happen to sort of reconvene. But it's like he has all the hallmarks of being like the main dude, but he's not the main dude. Uh-huh. And Jason Patrick, you keep thinking that he's going to be kind of the main dude because I mean, I guess he is, he's but to it's be. like he doesn't really like he doesn't even get freaky deaky with with Jamie Gertz she kisses him once and it is the most 
passionless, unerotic kiss. Like she kisses him, and he just sits there with his eyes open, looking at her, in which fairness, is weird. He's huh? done that in every movie since. For the last Does he really? 20 years. Is that his thing? I don't know. He the just, eyes open kiss. He's one of those actors that everyone says is an amazing actor, but when you see him, he doesn't do anything yeah. at all. You know, you know what it is. You're right. He he is a piece of wood. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can play as depth. <laughs> and other times it's just like, oh, you are literally just a mannequin. Um, like in Your Friends and Neighbors, it works to his advantage. Because like, I think if you're, if you're reading like really crazy, wacko dialogue in this sort of robot voice, it kind of comes across as cool in a way. And he's a creepy dude anyway. Yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely, anyway. definitely creepy. Definitely creepy. Uh, I'm just looking up uh, the name of heroes. He played uh, Nathan Petrelli. That doesn't mean anything to you. Is he you the senator? He's he... the senator. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. so yeah, he's yeah. like the main, right. he's the big guy. But I think that's the next thing after Solar Babies. IMDb, <laughs> there's a big gap Ouch. between uh, the two films. And, and it's like that for, I think, for a lot of these guys. Like, they're kids, and then, you know, years later, James LeGros becomes a really good actor. Yeah, I think it's LeGros. I'm not sure. Jesus Christ. I keep, I don't know why, pronunciation, <laughs> they mean something to me. What can I tell you? Listen, oh. listen Christen. Um, Adam Spiegelman. Oh, see? All right, you're right. Now you got me. Right away. Adam. I was going to say something. I don't know. <laughs> Adam uh, Jew. <laughs> finally, you said my name correctly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've been saying it wrong for years. Now you got it. Yes, you know me so long that you knew I'd be offended by a Jew joke. Um, well, it's just one of these. Sometimes it's like you'll have an impulse and be like, Am I going to let that come out of my mouth? <laughs> Am I? I'm going to. I'm going to run that one through. Uh, I'm going to do some test uh, focus grouping you're on that. Call your wife. And, yeah, yeah. Now, is it okay if I say this? I know he's black. I know he knows. He's, I know it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I know that Adam knows he's incredibly Jewish looking, but um, wait a second. Now you've crossed the line. Okay. I'm sorry. I did not know that. <laughs> I always find that joking anti-Semitism always is a little more awkward when you have the word Christ in your name. Oh, for you. The process is a little yeah. bit more aggressive. Oh, than really? Maybe it would what are you be. trying to say? No, nah, I'm yeah. just saying yeah. that I, I'm a pre- I can't get away with making hilarious Jew jokes. Why That's are you putting what it arms is. out? Because like like... I'm being confrontational. <laughs> I'm gonna... You're being crucified. Yeah. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's a trick. We didn't really take a break. <laughs> In your face, listener. Singular. <laughs> Murray. I love that if you had one listener, his name would be Murray. Uh, your one listener is a 72-year-old man from the Upper West Side. I love it. It's I, fantastic. The Solar Babies. I love it. <laughs> All right. And we're back. And we're back. Let me do it for real so I can uh, okay. cut it around it. All right. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. You won't notice because it's just going to start with us talking again. But we just let you know we're taking a break right now. Hey, just want to take a second to talk about the new features on ProudlyResents.com. Every Monday is something called Three of the Week, giving you three new suggestions for podcasts. Try them out. Tell me what you think. If you have a suggestion show you listen to, write something up and email it to me and I'll put it in. Or call our hotline, 646-481-LIPO, L-I-P-O. And uh, maybe we'll play it on the air. If you have your own show and you want to promote it, that's cool too. Just tell me it's your show and send me something and I'll write something up. Please don't. 
put on a wig and pretend that you're a fan and try to sell the show. You know what I'm saying? Paul? If you have any comments, go to our Proudly Resents Facebook page. Post them there. A lot of people go there. Be like John Calmer or Cassandra Larson or Matt Swanson or Christine Blackburn. And we're back. Oh, Sorry, back so not only the, well, let's talk about the film. You know, we have the 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 one black guy who we'll talk about later. Does a couple in even in the future stereotypical token black guy things. I will admit, I I drifted off for about fifteen oh, minutes sure. in the middle of the movie. <laughs> First, yeah, I can imagine. I, I would, woke up this morning to watch the rest of it for you. It. Okay, so you woke up with the computer in your bed. I did actually. <laughs> But that was for other reasons. Wait a second. Speaking of jerking off to the computer, Charles Durning is in this movie? Yes, for like five minutes. Well, I feel like they must have given him a bag of money. Oh, yeah, and yeah. one day, we exactly. promised Charles. I'll give you two outfit. hours. Yeah, two hours. <laughs> in, you're out. Yeah. And he, like uh, Adrian Passard, not doing any kind of acting. No, like no. Jason Patrick, he's, he's just... Phoning, and he's a great actor, so he's definitely phoning. You can yeah. see a phone in his the, the guy who does the Taxmasters commercial, uh, like, you know, those dudes who are like, you know, I, I mean, whatever, you know, the sort of local home repair commercials that you yeah. see. like The carpet there's guy. Better, yeah, there's better acting. And, like, he's just, I, I'm, I would not be shocked at all if somebody was holding up his lines on some sort of cue card that makes off it, camera. And he had no idea what movie he was in. No, no, no. 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 Solar boobies? <laughs> all right. Ah, okay. He calls that movie... Deck repair because his deck had fallen down. <laughs> Foundation. Uh, the movie was shot in Spain and what? Yeah. Oh, I just assumed it was shot out in Joshua Burbank Tree. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they, but they, because it's supposed to be so dry, but it drained, it rained a lot, so they had to postpone production. But I feel like, why would Charles Durning leave the even the state or his town to shoot this movie? They I don't have... for a minute believe that he went to Spain to shoot this. <laughs> yeah. In, unless there's little like, ah, put me up in Barcelona for a week, and I'll come out and shoot your stinky little for two hours. Yeah. They so, tricked him. Actually, he was on. Where did you find this research on this movie? It was IMDb. IMDb. I'm just. What always shocks me is that someone had to enter that in. Like, somebody had to sit and be like, you know what? I better put this information in case somebody comes looking. God, it's killing me. It's in my mind. I got to share it with people. So, with the director, that director, I guess he's probably had some free time. He's one, two, three, and he's at uh, (laughs) Occupy Claude Brooks. Yay. (laughs) Callback director. Callback. Charles Durning, I think the truth is he was on a tour with his family in Barcelona, like museums. And they, they tricked him and they, <laughs> yeah. they, they detoured through the set. They just like hit him over the head with like, like a mallet and then just, he just woke up on set. Like we're not, we're not letting your wife go until you say these lines into the camera. Uh, all right, I'll just say them dry. <laughs> Fine, just say them. <laughs> like you literally could see like his son with a gun to his head off the camera. Take it again, Dad. I don't believe it. Either Charles Durning did a take and goes, that's it, you got it, and left. Or the director's like, uh, I, I guess we got it, Charles. Because I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not so steeped in Charles Durning mythology, but... <laughs> but is he, he's a If he had a time, time where he was a big deal, yeah. I think this was... Was this before or after? Like, he was in, what, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas? He was in a bunch of those Burton Reynolds movies. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but this seemed to be kind of a... a Salad days for for Charles Durning, right? Like he, well, he wasn't eating much salad. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's funny. You know, salads in West Virginia, they put French fries in the salad. Oh, the so maybe it was a West Virginia salad. It was days West Virginia salad days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hold the lettuce on that salad, <laughs> the tomatoes. Could, could you fry this romaine for me? <laughs> Is that what they use gravy on top? Yeah, of it's. The salad? <laughs> <clears throat> Let's get back to solar babies. Yeah, solar babies. There's, there's people here who are like, listen. 
What happens next? That's what they're saying. Okay. Who else is in it? That's what they want to know. Uh, Terrence Mann, to answer that question. That's Another right. Yeah, Terrence Mann. Uh, you may know him as what the Rum Tum Tugger from Cats. I believe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the role he originated. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I think he oh, he was in the original that. cast of Cats. I mean, he's like a big Broadway dude. That's sort of uh-huh. his thing. But uh, doesn't do any singing or dancing in this. But that, probably because the director was a choreographer. That's probably uh, how I know. That See, all, it's all coming in. together. Yeah, I, I noticed that, and I was like, is that Terrence Mann? How many, time, a, how many times have you seen Cats? 412 times. <laughs> I'm about to make fun of you oh, for seeing Cats. Oh, well, I never thought that Cats so clever. But uh, I've seen Solar Babies three times, and I'm about to I've never seen you. Cats, honestly. I'm oh, not I have seen Starlight Express twice, though. Oh, no. <laughs> what, Dude, actually, I mean, that's it's funny that that came up organically, because that was right around the exact same time, two roller skating events. Uh, Is that why you, you know. saw the musical, or you saw it because you wanted to see a musical with your family? Well, I mean, I, I was slightly, I was in acting in plays and stuff, but yeah, I mean, at that age, it was like a whole thing is on roller skates. Like, I can understand why a kid would want to go see Spider-Man turn off the dark. Yeah. Like, as an adult, it's like, well, why, if I want to see circus acts, I'll do that. If I want to see a play, I'll do that. But I can see if you're like eight years old, it's like, if it's the choice of thoroughly modern Millie or <laughs> Spider-Man turn off the dark. I can see the appeal of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I remember all the songs in Starlight Express. I didn't even do, know the words. Do we have time for me to yeah. do the... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the stylings of Christian Finnegan. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know the... Starlight Express, answer me yes. Is it real? Yes or no? You didn't think I was actually going to sing it, did no, you? No, I don't think they would, they would actually have the nerve to, to uh, rhyme express with yes. Express, yes. Well, uh, yeah, it's kind of what, would, what would you have preferred? Uh, you know, Bless. I want to take it up a ladder. Dress. L- yeah, I'd like to take it up a ladder. notch. Ooh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> these, these orphans, they live in the desert. There's no yep. water. Yeah, they play sports, and this, they have this future sport. You think that if, there, if water was scarce, then working up a sweat would be something you'd want to avoid. Unless there's like a lot of uh, uh, Gatorade. Like, yeah, maybe, you know? maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have plenty of sports drinks. Just yeah. water is pretty scarce. But, water uh, we don't have. We have, we have all of the, uh, we have uh, blue ice and uh, <laughs> rain lime or, you know, we have all the various combinations. What, any kind of energy drink you need. You have shitloads of Fruitopia if you need that too. <laughs> they actually, they I know it's not technically Fruitopia. refreshing, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they play the sport, which again is like a modern thing, blown up, an eighties thing. It's yeah. lacrosse and hockey. Lacrosse on roller skates is essentially what it's okay. roller lacrosse, which yeah. I guess is pretty much street hockey, <laughs> yes. really. Uh, but in the air. But yeah, and it's just yeah. That's how the movie starts. Is the these two groups of uh, rival? I guess what it is is it's like the rebel, like the, like the the are the put upon orphans versus like the the rich orphans. Or, yeah, I think that, that was completely. <laughs> It almost is like, and I hate to use this terminology, it's almost like the the field slaves versus the house slaves is sort of how it feels. Like, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. it's like, because the, the, bad, the bad guys are all orphans too. <laughs> you, you know what right. I mean? And yet they're mean and jerks. But it's like, okay, these people don't have parents either. I mean, they, they have a story of their own that hasn't well, been told. It, somehow it's still got to be the snobs versus the slobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're all prisoners in this work camp, that yeah. guy is such a snob. Yeah, he thinks he's better than us. We'll show them. <laughs> and then they they play this weird kind of lacrosse hockey on roller skates. But the guy who uh, comes out as one of the bad guys is a guy I think you, you've talked about before in your stand-up and relate to is the blonde oh, bad yeah. guy from the 80s. Classic 
Classic archetype, the 80s asshole, beautiful blonde hair. The mullet in the future. Yeah, yeah, future mullet. Yeah. Uh, which actually now, if they were thinking it took place in 2011, that would be accurate. Because there are a <laughs> lot of people in like Bushwick and stuff that are floating the mullets. Oh, now. really? The oh, future yeah. mullets? It's, it's, yeah. Um, the future is now, Adam. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. <laughs> Let it me is get in my flying car and go home. <laughs> Screw this place. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you have like class warfare. It's like I, I kept expecting the like the hero orphans to be like, dude, you have exactly as many parents as I do. So get off your high horse. <laughs> You're also eating gruel and taking a shower every yeah. other day. I don't oh, know and, and, and it's just the douchebaggery of like the main bad guy is just so tied to nothing like there's no explanation for it like at one point he just like just tries to like rape Jamie Gertz yeah. for like no In a roller skating rink well, no, no. It, when they're working, when she's digging, when they're she's dig- digging a grave. Which yeah, is it's weird. Yeah, that uh, twenty cubic meters. They, that's that was their uh, when they got busted for playing outside of the orphanage. They were uh, Charles Durning gave him ten cubic meters, and they come ten, and he goes twenty cubic meters. Ah! So they basically dug a grave, right? Uh, yeah, it's just that's basically digging holes. Yeah. To what end? Never explained. But. And then he jumps in the hole with her. Yeah, and but but it's like there's people all over the place. Like I don't know what is he expecting just to get blown like in the middle. Like there's like, <laughs> there's like hundreds of other orphans. Now, if you like news, and I mean local news, like really local news, like extremely local news, check out my new Twitter feed. That's all the news that fits in my apartment. Everything that's going on in apartment 301. Check out twitter.com slash extremely local or at extremely local. The biggest news from the smallest one bedroom. So check out at extremely local. Big holidays are coming up. Of course, it's uh, T-Shirtopia. So if you don't have your movie T-shirt or gift of a movie T-shirt for your friends, please go to our website, proudlyresents.com slash buy and get a shirt. And also, if you're interested in Prowler's End shirt, let me know and I'll print some up. I want to know, gauge the interest. All right, back to Christian with Solar Babies. Thanks, everyone, for listening. So, uh, let's wrap this up. We're already 40 minutes in. Okay. Yeah. How long is it supposed to be? No, we're at 28. We're about 40, 45. Wait, what? It shouldn't be the, the show should not be longer than the movies. No, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, the, that's a good policy. Yeah, there's um th- these kids find a, a ball, a magic. Oh yeah, ball. we even talked about Bodai, have we? Which is, I guess, the point of the movie, I suppose. Although it's unclear what the fuck Bodai does. It does magical things. What? Okay, he made it rain inside. Yeah. Uh, which is no they different than most rappers at a strip club. Okay, honestly. <laughs> hey, come on, just straight Line off the week. dome. At, came, straight wow. off the dome. I didn't you know, write that. Fuck you, AV Club. Don't put that in podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they find this bow tie, which is a marble, and does magic this bow tie. They find this bow tie. Yeah, it's it's a big, it's a bowling ball. It's essentially, a bowling it's a bowling ball, ball that, that glows. Up. Yeah, in in post. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> something you would buy on TV. Get yeah. a bow tie. Yeah, yeah uh, call now and two bow ties for the price of one. <laughs> two, two, two. <laughs> it, it's a glowing orb, and it doesn't do anything. It, it actually has no effect on the movie whatsoever. Uh, Luke, how did they find it again? Luke Haas. Lucas Haas. Just finds it. Yeah, it's just laying in the dirt or something. Yeah, right? it's just there. Yeah. And then he's deaf, 
but if he wears Walkman headsets, he can hear. But then this Bodai thing uh, makes him hears his hearing. Okay, so yeah, all right. So undeaf. Uh, yes. So he's. Uh, I don't want to be technical. I don't throw things. But he's undeaf. undeaf. He's yeah. undeaf. Yeah. He's de-deft. <laughs> um, and he then they bring it. They're all sitting around with the orphans talking about how like they wish they'd heard about rain. She's reading that book about like, oh my god, can you imagine water falling from the sky? All of a sudden, it starts raining right. in their shack or whatever which sounds like a good idea until you realize just all your shit just got ruined all your fake future computers yeah and this stuff this, just got ruined. this one book you own that teaches you about the future is now like a waterlogged mess well this movie there's so much religious overtone i mean you know bodai's jesus somehow and uh <laughs> yeah except he doesn't save anyone from anything no <laughs> he, he, he he's more kind of he's closer to like chris angel or david blaine than he is like jesus he's just, just like i like how they're all of, on the same spectrum yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like all right that's a pretty cool trick you know what if chris angel lived in biblical times we yeah. would totally be praying to chris angel right oh now. he's a genius he would know how to figure that out no i'm just saying it's i'm like, with you i mean i'm not trying to get deep on you here no man i'm here I hear what you. is jesus really then oh. uh David Blaine with a good PR agent. <laughs> really? well, David Blaine could not have a better PR agent. <laughs> That's actually true. The guy's done more than nothing. <laughs> uh, I, say, I used to wait tables with David Blaine, and he would really? do magic tricks for people at the restaurant. He would make the customers disappear. Hey, hey, on. what the? Huh? <laughs> Where was this? Uh, in New Jersey, in uh, J.P. Winberry's. It was a small chain that went J- out of business. <laughs> Just one of those sort of... Uh, corporate, corporate restaurants. Yeah, the movie Win- Waiting is exactly that yeah. restaurant. He would say he would lie to people. He would say to, uh, "Yeah, you see that table over there, man." Like he's more low key than I'm. I told him that uh, they're construction workers. I told him I'm trying to get into the union to pick a tip. Those lawyers over there. I told him that I'm going for my bar exam. Get a bigger. So tip. he was just full of shit from a very early age. Yeah, and I was like, I, you know, and I was, young. I was like, why would you do that? And he's like, well, you get a better tip, and they feel associated with you. And uh, yeah, it's actually probably true. Fucking hell, probably. I should have done that. Dude, how much further would you be if you had gotten those extra tips? Oh, if I made $60 instead of 50 at that shitty restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible job. Uh, Bodai. No so they play lacrosse, this kind of future lacrosse, and they decide to do it with Bodai. Yeah. You find this magical being, makes it rain inside, makes you undeaf, again, technical yeah. term. And what do they do? They play lacrosse with it. Well, and it's like, it's been established, it's kind of heavy. Like, it's not. You know, a, a wiffle ball or something, but then and then all of a sudden, ball. Lucas Haas has it in a, in a, in a big lacrosse stick like, thrown it around. I, I, the, the whole boat, I think, is you could pull that out of the movie entirely, and nothing would have to change plot wise. Yeah, that was weird. That it felt like when that plot came up, that it was like a sitcom, and today's episode is about boat eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it seemed so out of place that way. So I wanted to say the, um, the when they're playing lacrosse with boat eye. The black guy in the future takes the bow tie and spins it on his finger like a basketball, even though it's not established that there's any other sport besides this lacrosse. Oh, and I didn't it, even notice that. must have been when I was drifting off. <laughs> that is hilarious. And then B-boxes to the ball. To really? The yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there's token. That is, that is pretty impressive. I think... Is there anything in the movie that you think we're missing that we should? Because I think there's a lot of. Uh, then they, they go on. Well, an the thing, the, the whole thing with the the, the Bodai thing is that this whole movie has been established that one day Bodai will come and the world will. And so you kind of assume that at the end of the movie, Bodai will make it rain and like flowers will grow and stuff like that. But that doesn't happen. They they go to save Bodai from this uh, aqua whatever the the fortress where they are hoarding all the water and then just in the process of like a firefight all the water like it explodes 
but then nothing ever grows. At the end, they bring Bodai out, and Bodai like dissolves into nothingness. And they're like, "What happened to Bodai?" And it's like, oh, "He's all around us," uh, which of course happened. Ugh. But then I th- I assumed that then like plants would start growing. But it's like, Maybe no, it's a budgetary thing because you're right. That's you Bodai was just was. out. He's like, "I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Done. Done. Listen, I came, hung out." So a little boo, but didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, and and they also uh, Bodai could communicate to them. They spoke English to Bodai, yeah. but Bodai didn't speak English back. But they all—it's kind of one of those Han Solo Chewbacca situations where you're like, "How are you?" Also, sometimes Bodai did make noise, and sometimes he didn't. Yeah, but they were all sort of implied noise. They're kind of like, Whoa. yeah. So it just went like sometimes were they lying because Bodai wouldn't make any of those noises, and it's like, oh, Bodai says that you should take off your clothes. Bodai says to keep this our little secret. <laughs> Bodai's Daniel. bad, bad, bad man. Uh, so would you recommend this film? Well, I will say I'd recommend it. Because one of the, the bad, we haven't even talked about the bad guys, the two main, the man and the woman. The uh, oh, what is that, that guy? Woman? Well, yeah, the one she was, she played one of the evil uh, oh. Krypt, Krypton people in Superman Two, where she was. Uh, wow, General Zod's like second in command. Yeah. Uh, that was her around the same time. Yeah, so right around the same they were time. Psyched to get her. To play oh, she was girl. a total get. Yeah, <laughs> she was a get. You know who we got. General Zod, close. <laughs> Think to the left. Uh, the, the big one with the, with the the big guy with the beard. Right, not quite. Right. <laughs> My left. <laughs> My left. Uh, what was she doing there? She, I don't even know what function she had or whatever. I, I guess they just they needed like evil ass in there. <laughs> you know Odd what I mean? Evil like, ass. yeah, we needed. Uh, and then Grace Jones, the, was, Grace, Slick wasn't, Grace Jones wasn't available. No, Grace Slick was though. But they, <laughs> she was asleep. <laughs> she couldn't get to Spain. She was a she was in a K hole that week. Um, what? What the dude who played the main sort of Nazi guy? Because of course, in all these was movies, it so, no the the guy with like the blue pleather sort of Nazi jacket on and the hat. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's been in stuff, but I, I couldn't couldn't oh. I, I didn't Google him. I'll find it because I'm, I'm stuck on Terrence Mann's uh, IMDb. Aren't we all stuck on Terrence Mann? Apparently we are. Someone's wearing cats 12 times. <laughs> stuck on Terrence Mann. Or Frank Converse. No, Strange. Frank Converse. That's who it is. Because Oh, and he was the get because the very first thing you see at the end of the movie is uh, featuring Frank Converse. I love that because it's a movie. It's not yeah. featuring. Everyone's featuring. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. only on once. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't want to let you know that. I, what I bet it was is that he's like, I'm only doing this piece of shit movie if I am the very first thing you see when the movie ends. Like, yeah. Or else my client walks unless he's first in the credits. Yeah, or Dern, And Durning better be in this film or I'm not doing it. Yeah. He's got a better credit than They Phil do have Durning. a scene with, with Charlie. Yeah, that's right. He, he's somehow above. Durning's one of those guys who should have got an Oscar nomination if he, if he hadn't. Like you assume he got an Oscar from Tootsie? Nomination. Did he get one? Maybe I don't know. He should have if he did. Hot off a of Tootsie. That's he's right. He was literally hot off Tootsie. Like yeah. that was like eighty three or something. Yeah. Man, that is. Boy, that deck that's could bad decisions. Bad part. career decisions. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, I was in. Tootsie. I hope somebody got fired over that on his team. <laughs> his team. <laughs> team turning. Ch- uh, Charlie, Charlie, got a great new project for you. Uh-huh. Uh, I know you're thinking of doing that Robert Redford movie. Uh, that's one way to go. Uh, <laughs> what if I said to you... Go ahead. Roller skates. My granddaughter likes them. The future. Everyone likes the future. Sand. Wait a second. Hot chick from Superman 2. What? I'm in. 
<laughs> Redford, you're out. <laughs> and there's also no explanation for why they're called solar babies. No, they do say they call themselves solar babies. Well, that's weird. Yeah, that's but, but they tell why? You there's no they had their choice. Like, nobody dubbed them solar babies. And this was even before you could see it if, like, they got Bodai, and Bodai, I guess, looks kind of like a son, and so that therefore they're children of his, I guess. But they were calling themselves solar babies before they met him. It was weird. And then they, they, the bad guys, the henchmen, they hired a catch, Bodai and the, and the kids, are Australian. Yes. No, they're either British or Australian. I'm not sure. But yeah, they're like these... That, that obviously was just like Mad Max is very big right now. That's what I was... That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, maybe they're British, but Mad Max, they must have said, yeah, well, let's I, I, absolutely. Oh, there's also something in, in IMDb. Well, there's a couple things. How did Green Tree get the, the map? But they said there's a plot line that was just dropped, but I didn't even notice it. There are a bunch of plot lines that are dropped. Like there's, yeah. there's things that just... You know, that whole underground oasis thing with those weirdos... Um, you really people you have to go out and see Solar Baby so it's you crazy. please know what, you're, what we're talking about square here. that's kind of like a, a bazaar oh yeah that the, what, what do they call that was the Terrence Mann those people it was right uh, out of right out of uh, Mad Max yeah yeah Thunderdome and, and, and Burning Man I mean it was like that was when I was like having a hard time keeping awake <laughs> <laughs> and they have costumes they're sneaking around like Bugs Bunny and co- the where fir- do they get the costumes from <laughs> the first third and the last third of this movie I'm very familiar with that middle third lags yeah so if you like naps Yes. You like uh, Solar Bears. I it, do recommend it. I think it's ridiculous uh, fun. It's, it, it is a bizarre movie. I don't know that I ever would have seen it without the assignment, but it is just <laughs> it is a head-scratcher. Yeah. And uh, I, I believe it is, it is a movie that probably should be seen with other people. If you were to fall asleep in a hotel room by yourself and your computer, would you have that on? Would you recommend this for falling asleep in front of? Either that or – I'm trying to think. What's another equivalent of one, one of this movie? There, I feel like there were a bunch of these uh, – uh, it was Night of the Comet. Night actually, of the Comet. Yeah, that's good. I, I didn't. I, I don't. I don't think I saw that. Or if I did, I was really young. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So was I. So was Night I. of the Comet. I think was better. Yeah. Yeah. You were like thirty, thirty-one. What? At this point. What? <laughs> huh? What? Why? Why? Uh, come on, guys. Uh, is there a moral to this movie? Yeah. Don't rent solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Netflix streaming. Believe it or not. So uh, you can definitely find it there. Christian, thank you very much. Who are some of the? You're on. Uh, are you there yet? Who are some of the cool guest stars? Am I there yet? So are we there yet? <laughs> we are. We're actually there. We're over four uh, minutes. Wh- who? Well, there's lots of guest stars. I think we're sh- we're airing again starting in January. Cindy Williams played my mother in That's an episode so last awesome. week. Uh, you might know her Shirley Feeney from Laverne and Shirley. Uh, what were your love interests? My love interests. I have a sex scene with Jack A. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, you don't actually see it, but it's implied. I hook up with Jack A. That is awesome. So it's like very true to life. She's on my... <laughs> was that awkward? <laughs> and I also hook up with Paulina Portscova. That's what I was going for. I yeah. didn't know it got better. Yeah. Oh, wow. So check out uh, TBS and probably syndicated everywhere by the time you see this. Probably, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, I think that's the goal. We shot 100 episodes in about seven weeks. You're not so, kidding, uh, right? No, literally, it's 100 episodes in how long? Well, we shot 10 last year. Uh-huh. And it's sort of this new way of doing things that they call the Tyler Perry model, which is... Not we're not a Tyler Perry show, but uh, they he shoot ten and yeah. then they air them, and then if it hits a certain ratings threshold, it's like automatically renewed for it's, ninety. So if it autom- Christian, you're saying like if it hits a certain number, let's say a three point two or yeah, yeah. If it hits that number, then automatically the station has to buy ninety episodes. Yes, that is yes. so crazy. And I'm not sure whether we did, but we were we either did hit that threshold or we were so close that they decided to or whatever. Uh-huh. But uh, they basically just pay the production company like here's the money for ninety episodes. 
Which is a lot less to us. normal. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, they're shooting more like a movie, right? Than a yeah, it, it makes sense, you know, for a lot of reasons. I mean, then you don't have actors renegotiating every season, <laughs> and uh, so there's no seasons really. No, there's. I mean, I think honestly, I think seasons are a thing of the past anyway. I mean, it's it's all going to be a mess. Uh huh. It's all going to be a mess. It's all being a mess. Yeah. On that note, Christian, thank you for. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Thanks for coming on the show. It's proudly resents. Proudly resents dot com. How can people find you? I'll be outside of. Uh, <laughs> JP, whatever that place is. What was the name of the place where you worked with David Blaine? JB Winberries. JB Winberries. I'll be outside of there. Can um, I interest you? Uh, do you guys save room for a Toll House pie? <laughs> I did. I specifically cordoned off part of my stomach and was, said, uh, I hope there's certain Toll House pie. A bowl of pasta. No, I am not saving room for a fucking whole pie, <laughs> you fucking asshole. Uh, where can people find me? Um, Twitter? You can find me on my website, although nobody goes to websites no. anymore. Websites are, isn't it weird that websites are now like out of date? Like, oh. I went to your website and it was kind of needy. It's like, don't go away. Hey, man, how are you? Come yeah, on, yeah it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> please, God, please don't leave. Um, Twitter, Christ Finnegan. At Christ Finnegan, uh, Facebook, not LinkedIn, losers. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I actually tell time by how many LinkedIn invitations I get every week. <laughs> like, I finally gave in. I was like, oh, what the really? fuck? You're yeah. LinkedIn? Loser. I, I, did, I did join Google Plus, and I have not uh, checked it once since I signed up for it. I do get That's a lot already of- over, isn't it? I think so. My, my Gmail, which I don't use except for the show, is just filled with nothing from fans, but filled with uh, people re- <laughs> requesting or saying they're my friends in my Google circle. I don't know yeah. what that means. I'm old. Oh, well. I'm on AOL still. You are. I am. The, I noticed that. I am going to be the last man standing on AOL. <laughs> I, I'm determined. I'm going to stay on AOL until it becomes fucking hip and cool again. Like, you know, and then I can say I've been on AOL since whatever, 93 or 94, whenever <laughs> they first started giving out email addresses. Right, right, right. You and the CompuServe guy. Yeah. Me and, uh, yeah. I guess I should have just left that. You just did a perfectly funny thing, and then I was like, yeah, me and, oh, wait. You just well, I tried to top yours, and then, you know. Whatever. I blame you. All right, thank you. It's Proudly Resents. Uh, we're coming to a creature halt. Oh, no, come on. All right, check our website, uh, at Proudly Resents, Twitter. Don't Turn it on. It's dumb stuff. <laughs>